0: This is episode 26 of the podcast.
1: 26.
0: We are watching Jack Reacher, the first Jack Reacher, because there's two. Didn't I know have, that. I have not seen this movie, but you claim that you have.
1: <laughs> I believe so. Again, yes, a decade ago was a long time of my life. Um, How old were you can- 10
0: years ago, Austin?
1: if this is too much math for a tuesday night i should have been 22 um, you should have been well then you probably <laughs> let's were let's hope let's hope that that is the case i'm 32 <laughs> now so minus 10 carry the one no yeah. 22 yes 22 years old yes you would have that's not who? to say that i saw it when i was 22 maybe after
0: yeah i feel like this one was i feel like this got hyped after it came out like people were like oh yeah jack Reacher was good and then it just kind of like People started seeing it after it came out. I, don't I, I
1: know. may have seen it with Bethany, but I'm not sure. She does realistic action. She doesn't do anything sci-fi. Oh, So really? I may I may have seen it with her.
0: It's interesting. So
1: Jack Reacher, she can do, but Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, not, not
0: no. so much. I have been told by numerous people that it is shocking that I love Tom Cruise and have not seen Jack Reacher, which I agree. I. Especially because I love Mission Impossible so much and it's an action movie and I don't know why I didn't see it when it came out. Ten years ago, I was 24. I don't know what I was doing, but I wasn't seeing this movie. And then it came out and it felt like everybody had seen it. So then it was like nobody really wanted to watch it. Right. And then I started this podcast and I was like, well, now I can't watch it until I watch till I do it for the episode. Do you remember anything about the movie?
1: I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, Not don't don't spoil anything there's, for me. Obviously, there's action. There's there's gunfights. I feel like I remember some truck scene, okay. like a slick shot, or maybe a a really cool action sequence with a truck. Okay. Now, as I'm saying that, I hope it ends up being in this movie so I don't sound like an idiot (laughs) thinking of a completely different movie.
0: We're going to come back and be like, well, there was no truck.
1: I think that is and now I know for a fact there is a sequence or scene that takes place on a construction site, too, which I think is pretty cool.
0: I feel like there's a lot of general Maybe. things you could say about Tom Cruise action movies that would be true of most. Yeah, he of Tom runs Cruise in this
1: movie. <laughs> he punches somebody. Um, yes, he punches a lot of fights. He fight holds a gun. Scene. Yeah.
0: Um, I am excited because I have heard it's really good. I've heard the sequel is not so great. I do know that Rosamund Pike is in this, and I love her. She. Do you know who that is?
1: I don't. I can't. I'm not going to lie on this podcast. Gone Girl. I have. She's the she's the, the crazy girl. one.
0: Yeah. She's the girl in Gone Girl.
1: Wow. Yeah. We'll see. Obviously, Gone Girl came out after, after. this. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I did was watch like-
1: that. That movie was was wild. And because I think I don't know what the. Year gap between these two is. I don't know six, seven, eight, maybe. I don't know when Gone Girl came out. I don't know, but when I didn't came even out. I didn't even know that. Didn't even yeah. put those two together. I don't think
0: she was like very famous when this came out. Like I think this is one of those like oh my gosh she's in this you know kind of things. From well, that would when... be
1: interesting. I think now I'm going to be a little tainted towards her character because of how oh, because psychotic a, she yeah, is in Gone Girl. She
0: is yeah. She's played some interesting characters. I really like her as an actress though. And then I know I'm pretty sure he's ex military in this. I think I don't know that sure. to be true. We could
1: say that sounds um, right. Is, is Tom in the second one?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh gosh, Hofus wasn't the second one that I saw first. <laughs> now I'm like <laughs> thinking, have I seen the first one? Okay, the question. Second
0: one? Was uh, Robin Scherbatsky from How I Met Your Mother in the one that you saw?
1: I, I do not remember. Sorry.
0: Because she's in the second one. She's what's her face in Marvel. Um, I'm
1: going to need a little more than that. Now, because I know right. Marvel.
0: She's an agent of Shield. She's the one who's always with Samuel L. Jackson. What is her name? Oh,
1: um, I I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know her actual name, but
0: I don't know her. I mean, Kobe Smolders is the actress's name. I don't remember her name in the Marvel universe. Why can't we remember either. her name?
1: Because she's overshadowed by the superheroes.
0: That's true. I know. <laughs> she has no superpowers. Because she yeah. was
1: in um Thanksgiving. My cousin was over. We were flipping channels, and she's in the Spider-Man movie. With Hall, whichever one that one is, the second one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: oh yeah, that was it's the last the end. time. It's like yes. towards the end. Yep. We'll What's is is her name? We're gonna have to look it up after we get off here. All right. Well, there's only one way to find out if you've actually seen this movie or not, and that is to watch Keep it. it up. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. <sighs>
1: Jack Reacher is a ghost served in the military police,
0: a brilliant investigator, troublemaker too then two years ago, he disappears. You don't find this guy unless he wants to be found.
1: Excuse me, sir. There's a Jack Reacher here to see you. Can I help you? James Barr. You say he shot five people. I don't believe he did. What exactly are you saying? He was framed. What does an army cop do, mostly? Which you do. It's one minor difference. Every suspect was a trained killer.
0: What do we hope to find? The truth. The soldier is asking questions no one else would ask. Get the lawyer.
1: Helen? No. Helen, are you hurt? Do I have to tell you how this works? Do you think I'm a hero? I am not a hero. lawyer's all yours. On second thought, I'd like to kill you. They want me to run. Then I'm gonna finish this.
0: You're a little rusty, Mr. Rachel. I have nothing to
1: lose. And if you're smart, that scares you. He doesn't care about the law. He doesn't care about proof only cares about what's right. Out of the car!
0: to the podcast. Thank you. My, thank you. My guest today is Austin Hearn.
1: Oh, that wasn't addressed to me. You're, you're talking to the audience. <laughs> well, I thought also, you were talking to me.
0: Well, Also you, but you've been here for a couple hours. Carry now. On. Austin is literally my oldest friend. And I don't mean by age. I mean, by the amount of time that we've known each other. Long time. I literally don't remember not knowing you. Like legitimately.
1: I agree. Yes.
0: Yeah. I think well, there's pictures of us when I'm, so I'm two years older than Austin. So I was like four and you were like two and our families have been friends for a very, very long time. We grew up together, hanging out all the time, playing Power Rangers in the basement. Yes. Um, all sorts of stuff. We went to Disney together,
1: birthday parties, birthday the parties,
0: whole the whole nine yards. Uh, so we go way back. Austin and I way do way back so I am um, I was pumped to have him on the podcast and initially I wanted Austin to do Austin Powers because you know the <laughs> of name. course right but Austin said I want to do he's a big action fan
1: correct yes
0: so and I was looking forward to doing Jack Reacher so here we are the director for this movie do you know who the director was
1: if you rewind the credits <laughs>
0: Give me a a quick second so I'll be able to answer. No, I do not. It's Christopher McQuarrie. And do you know who he is? I do not. Okay, so he he wrote Valkyrie, which is another Tom Cruise movie that we have yet to do on the podcast. But he uh, directed the last two Mission Impossible movies. So Rogue Nation and Fallout. Have you seen those?
1: Uh, of course. I'm and, not I'm not going to miss a Mission Impossible. Well, yeah. And, and they're, they're incredible. And they're incredible. Uh, top tier.
0: Yeah. So Christopher McQuarrie, this is the first one he ever directed with Tom Cruise. And so it kind of started back on Valkyrie. But the, I would say this is like the movie that kind of solidified their like working relationship. And he's done like he's at least been involved in most of Tom Cruise's projects. So he wrote Edge of Tomorrow. Yes, another great Tom Cruise. Seen movie. it, correct? Awesome. Um, and he was heavily involved in Top Gun Two. That's coming out um, gotcha. in June. So I think he's kind of. He and Tom Cruise have formed a pretty solid working relationship, but this was the first. This was the first foray into that. Is Um, he doing the
1: next Mission Impossible?
0: He's doing the next two, seven and eight. I know, so So they're gonna
1: be some bangers. They're gonna
0: be amazing. (laughs) Um, And I am so pumped! But they just got pushed back again. I did see that. I
1: think I actually saw that from you on Twitter. Of
0: course, because I think I tweeted about it like four times. Like how upset I was. It's all good. You know, we all Um, have our vices. Well, they were supposed to. It was supposed to come out. In 2021, I think, initially, and now it's been pushed back to 2023. The I feel like now
1: if a movie's not pushed back, that's almost more abnormal right. in the climate of our culture than <laughs> a movie true. releasing on That's the pre-planned true. schedule and they haven't
0: moved top gun 2 yet so i can't complain but i think the thing that makes me the most upset is knowing that now that they've pushed it to 2023 that the odds of us even getting a trailer this year are like slim, slim to none and i'm like ah oh, i just want something i want a taste of something <laughs> um and it's crazy because there's really not that much time between the last there won't have been as much time between the last four mission impossibles than like the first four right so i'm like really we're spoiled but i Correct. i feel like I deserve it. Before I go into the Rotten Tomato score. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, oh what would my. you give this movie?
1: I, see, I was not prepared and for this. And this what
0: this was the one you saw.
1: Correct. It was. My and my intuition and my my past memories of what I thought
0: I, will I had seen from this
1: movie were correct. The, I, right.
0: the opening scene, he was like, Oh yeah, no, I've seen this. And the, I yes, was like, okay, yes. yeah, because it's shocking. Yeah,
1: you can't you can't forget a scene like that instant <laughs> right off the bat drama and death
0: yes um <laughs> it's very dramatic
1: yeah no i see on a, on a one to ten
0: and you can do decimals if you feel like you oh, need to man. explain you know
1: excuse me um okay so off the bat my tens just for reference because okay. i think context yes, no, is, this is very it's important very important um
0: only rom-coms
1: no, no. <laughs> um Although uh, since being married, I have watched substantially more rom coms. <laughs> there are some great ones that there before then I would never have given the time of day. It's true um, you wouldn't, but have. that are great. Yes. So some of my favorite movies. Uh, these would definitely be my top five, and I'm going to sound like a a Nolan fanatic.
0: No, everybody does. It's fine. Yeah. Like
1: Inception, Prestige. Okay. Um, and as much as I love Marvel and the MCU, yes. Dark Knight Rises... Dark Knight, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dark Knight.
0: Yeah, Dark Knight
1: is Joker with Heath, Heath Ledger, yeah. Rises is with Christian Balesbane. Those three would be my top five. Um, And I would have a, a Marvel movie in there, but there's so many, it's hard to choose. Anyways.
0: So those are deserving those of tens Those would be like
1: tens off the bat. Gotcha. So as a point of reference, Inception, Prestige, those might be one and two. They're so good. I would say... I mean, I, I think 8.5 is a very
0: yeah, I would, per-
1: personally yeah. reasonable score. I love action. Um, I thought it was very well done. Obviously, Tom Cruise is a great actor. Now being 32 and watching this movie 10 <laughs> years it, after it's been to, released to, and you, having seen so many more TV yeah. shows and movies since then, there are a lot more <laughs> big name actors and actresses that at the time when I saw it, when I was younger I didn't really know or maybe even appreciate yeah and now there's a lot more oh I may not know their name like right. you because I'm not super smart when it comes to movies well, and stuff like no, that it
0: just is that I use a brain space in a different <laughs> way and it's not always
1: useful <laughs> but I look at their face and I'm like oh hey I've seen you in oh
0: yeah from that this show movie. or this movie yeah
1: so I would say 8.5 I thought again action acting was very well done I can't really speak to like The very specific cinematography aspects. The plot's easy to follow. There's some twists and turns that kind of keep you um, guessing, I guess you could say. I'd say 8.5. I I think I thought it was really, really, really good.
0: Yeah, I would say like 8.7 to 9. Like that was going to be my somewhere in that range. For some, I feel like it's been. I feel like it's been overhyped to me. Everyone's like, you haven't seen Jack Reacher. It's amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'll hold your horses. Um, but I actually feel like it lived up to that.
1: Like, yeah, I thought it was good.
0: It's really, it is, it has like uh like I could tell I, I wrote down like the writing was fantastic. And that's like a Christopher McQuarrie thing. Like I was like, right. yeah, I can tell that this is written by Christopher McQuarrie and I love Christopher McQuarrie. But yeah, I just thought like even at the beginning, I thought the cinematography was interesting at the beginning. So the movie opens up, Sniper in a parking garage, takes out five randoms, you know, across from Pansy Park, which I wrote, ooh, Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, I know. Gross, but n- nasty. I
0: should we should just demote it a point yes. just for that. But they focus really. It's all close ups, like the hand putting the coin in the parking meter, like like all this stuff, like. Right. And so they're it to me, like I was thinking, like, oh, that's very purposeful. Like they're not showing you who it is on purpose. Um. So I think the cinematography, while it's not like stylized, like I would say, like Christopher Nolan's probably is. Right. Um. His movies go. It still had its own. Kind of feel to it, and I think especially in the car chase scene, like the way they chose to show the car chase and like the way yeah. the camera was like mounted on the hood, and they were Side like angle, half, in half in the frame. Shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I thought there was like some interesting takes on like you know, how to shoot certain action sequences and things like that Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score. So just to give you a perspective was 63 percent tomato meter. So that's critics. Okay, Uh, 67 percent audience score, which I was kind of shocked by because I feel like everybody I talked to was like, Jack Reacher's so good. You're going to love it.
1: That is interesting. I don't I mean, obviously, it wasn't a perfect movie. In your research, did it say on there like some points of why it was
0: I didn't really I didn't delve into it too much. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why the audience gave it 67%. Right in, guys, to the podcast. Tell us why. Tell us your score and why. Our drink for this episode is called One Shot of Jack. Look, and look obviously at the, the Jack you know? part <laughs> is for Jack Reacher. Um, but this movie is actually based off of a book. Called I didn't know that. One shot. So I thought, well, appropriate, we'll do this. Yes. And I didn't know this. Um, I picked this, uh, so there's a cocktail version and a mocktail version, and I had the cocktail. Austin had the mocktail. Um, Delicious. And I knew Austin was a big fan of coffee. Big fan. And an even bigger fan of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, actually...
0: I, if you had to they, give up one, which oh, would it be? that
1: would be well to, okay so to be honest if i had to give up one the easy answer would be ice cream
0: Oh well, yeah because you got the because caffeine because i
1: have coffee every day yeah i don't have ice cream every day
0: yeah that's probably a good thing that you don't but, have ice cream every bethany day.
1: bethany may or may not have bought five or six half gallons maybe two to three weeks ago and we have a couple left <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know that I've shared any, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. We
0: do consume the ice cream. <laughs> um, no, I love
1: ice cream. I love coffee. The, the drink was delicious. I mean, I think anytime you mix those two.
0: So I it's didn't even know I picked that. I was like, okay, I want to do the one shot of Jack, but what am I putting the Jack Daniels one shot of into? Um, and so as I was thinking about Austin, I was like, coffee, ice cream. These are things I think of when I think of Austin. And, wow, um, all food
1: related. Great. I know.
0: Well, we have shared many a <laughs> hey, I meal. I can't argue because it's true. It's true. I did not even know that there was kind of a coffee tie-in in this movie. So he's drinking coffee multiple times. Yes, and then he says a phrase over and over again to the, in the movie to Rosamund Pike. He says, thanks oh, no. for the coffee counselor. Oh, I thought
1: you were going to quiz no. me on it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> gosh, I'm going to have to think. I'm glad you said it.
0: I don't put people on the spot here, Austin. But he says, thanks for the coffee counselor. Even when they, it's every time they meet. even Because the first time they met he, she bought, you know, breakfast and coffee, whatever. So I was like, oh, it's even more perfect. So the one shot of Jack, this is all, this is a huge setup for something that's not really that different from what most people consume. Um, it's an affogato. I think that's how you say it.
1: That's how I say it. Okay. So perfect. For the two people talking about it, we'll roll <laughs> with it. For the sake
0: of the podcast, <laughs> two scoops of ice cream. And actually it's a little bit different because an affogato technically espresso. We did straight up coffee, two scoops of ice cream, I went with vanilla. We had three options. Graters, of course, Cincinnati local favorite. Yes. Um, We had a caramel macchiato ice cream and then Haagen-Dazs. It was like a maple bourbon truffle ice cream. Correct.
1: I don't know if that's the exact name, but yeah, I think you get the flavors.
0: Um, Austin chose those for his drink. Um, And then because I was putting the whiskey in mine, I went with vanilla. Um, So it's two scoops of ice cream, pour over coffee, one shot of Jack Daniels. Um, and then if you want to, you know, top it off with some chocolate shavings, whipped cream, whatever you want to do, it's kind of a dessert slash beverage. Um, but that's right. The best (laughs) kind. Um, so that is, uh, the drink for this podcast, Jack Reacher overview plot summary. I would say 10,000 foot view. There's a guy who gets framed for murdering five people. He's a sniper. He's ex-military. He gets questioned. They take him down to the the station, blah, blah, blah. He writes on a pad of paper, get Jack Reacher. That's all it says. Obviously, Jack Reacher is Tom Cruise. And yes. he, they're basically like, he's ex-military and nobody finds him unless he wants to be found. And then he literally walks into the office and they're like, who are you? He's like, I'm Jack Reacher. And I'm like, well, that's
1: <laughs> Convenient. Perfect,
0: perfect timing. <laughs> and so he ends up working with... The district attorney's daughter, who's played by Rosamund Pike, named Helen. She's a she's a defense lawyer, and she's been tasked with defending this guy. Well, right. Jack Reacher, basically, like he goes through this whole thing about how when you're in the military, you know, which I I guess I I kind I do I mean I was never in the military so I don't know, but basically he was saying like this guy has a thirst for killing is kind of the only way to put it, and he witnessed him doing something in the military that was wrong. And he basically threatened him and was like, he got off scot-free this guy, James Michael Barr. And uh, he was like, okay, listen, but if this ever happens again, like I will, I'll be the one to put you in the ground. So why would he be asking for him if he shot these five people? Right. So it's him. And so it's Jack Reacher and Helen trying to put the pieces together and figure out, was it really him? If it wasn't, who was it? And, So it's, it's kind of like a, it's a crime thriller. It's not just an action. Like I feel like there's like the, the like clues and
1: that whole aspect
0: of it. And so you just kind of like, not to spoil the whole thing, but you come to find out that like, they weren't five random people. Four of them were random. One of them was, you know, on purpose. And so then they kind of delve into that and they're trying to figure out like what this whole web of in trying to exonerate James Michael Barr they get caught up in this web of things that are actually happening behind the scenes. Right. And it's much
1: bigger than what yeah. it looks like and on the surface. As any
0: good crime thriller, the government is involved. Somehow there's a mole yes. in the government. And uh, so that's kind of like the overarching view of the story. And I do feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm the last person on the planet that hasn't seen Jack Reacher. I don't know. I I don't want to spoil it because I feel like it is a good movie. And that would be crappy if somebody listened to this podcast and they were like, Oh, well, I guess I know the ending.
1: Is there like a spoiler threshold, though? You know, maybe a decade is is <laughs> it, when you're in the I, clear. I, I to know. spoil. It's <laughs> true. Maybe not. You don't want to be that one person, right? I oh, mean, shoot. obviously,
0: they wouldn't be listening to a podcast about this movie, but I mean, we can talk about it, too, for sure. But was there anything like, so you'd seen it before. Did you remember the ending? Like, did you remember how it all went down? You did. You were right about the construction site. Correct. <laughs> and the truck.
1: Yes. Yeah. The, uh, the truck played a... A significantly uh, smaller part than I thought, but I remember the truck. <laughs> but it no, was still in there, I, man. I do remember the last um, big action sequence. I mean, it's probably maybe 15, 20 minutes long. And I knew that the last um, shot of, of him trying to rescue Helen yeah. and the dirty cop was, yeah. um, was behind her with a gun on her head. I remember that scene where he quickly turned yeah. the corner in that quick one yeah. shot. Um, which I know is a movie, but there's no way there's literally no way you're turning a corner and in a split second, you can hit the most perfect shot on someone hiding behind a human, like 5% of their body is Hollywood. I know I get it, but there's no way
0: it's Tom Cruise, Um, man. Yes. You know,
1: anything's possible with the cruise. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I did remember that part. And again, like I said, I, I, you know, looked over and told you at the start of the movie, I remember the opening scene. Yeah. Um, obviously again, it's hard to forget that it is funny though, because I mean, I don't think this will spoil anything, but when the movie opened up on the actual killer yeah, and then Within two minutes, they're like framing James Barr. Yeah. I literally had to, you know, double take and be like, did I see the right guy <laughs> in the beginning? Because I'm confused myself and I've seen the movie, you know, because I, obviously they want you to think that James Barr was the guy that did it. But I'm like, I know he doesn't look like the guy that actually pulled the trigger. But am I crazy? Oh, that's
0: so funny because my the whole time I was like, oh, it's obviously not the same guy. Right. But it, they did do a good job of like at least casting people that looked like they yes, could pass. And that's
1: the thing for that split second. Uh, I mean, they both had short hair. They both had, I mean, similar physiques, yeah. no facial hair. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just dumb. But um, no comment.
0: But you know, No, because the guy they framed looked like the nerdier version of the yes. actual killer. It's almost
1: like if they were like a brother, that's like or brothers that would be the brother that would like be in the marching band and yeah. the other one would be like the captain of the football team <laughs>
0: exactly you know? no that's literally so, <laughs> that's pretty spot on yeah but it is interesting because i don't feel like I, I it isn't i never the whole movie i was like yeah he was framed like that guy didn't do it like i knew because i was like that's not the same guy right. i, well, I you don't, don't know see the killer's been...
1: face until like 30 minutes maybe 45 yeah back into the movie yeah when but he I almost—I wonder guy. if it
0: would have been better if the audience was left really wondering, you know, yeah. like if maybe they shouldn't have revealed that. They did a lot of uh, close-ups on the thumbs yes, and like the with bruised the, thumb, yes. like under the nail and stuff. And I was like, I don't know if that was was barely... that a bruise
1: or was that gunpowder?
0: No, I think it was a bruise. Maybe... I think it's like kickback from the
1: ah uh, from gotcha.
0: the gun. I don't know. I just that was my that uh, was my. I perception. just saw them making him,
1: him making bullets in the beginning. I was.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe. But I actually thought, yeah. I now that you mentioned that, I'm like, I wonder if it would have been better if they just had left. If there was more mystery
1: to the the, the killer to the
0: audience, yeah. Of Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Did he do it? Maybe he did it. I don't know. I feel like the whole time I was like, yeah, of course he didn't do it. How are they going to prove it? Like,
1: (laughs) yeah, it would be interesting. Of course, once you read introduce the killer, then you would have to somehow tie in
0: yeah it's like that would be hard. it would almost be harder to yeah. like backpedal on that um but I actually thought that Tom Cruise does this a lot in his movies so I really liked Roseman Pike's character but a lot of times in like his action like the Mission Impossible franchise specifically like Rogue Nation and um Fallout and I wonder if this is like a Christopher Macquarie thing where it's like obviously there's a love interest between him and Roseman Pike, but then they never act on it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're like teasing it. They have chemistry obviously. And then he just, it never happens. Well, the same thing happened in rogue nation, like with Ilsa Faust where you're like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're like perfect, you know? And then it's right. just like, all right, cool. We'll see you. Hug. Bye. And you're like, <laughs> what? but I actually think that's kind of cool because I think a lot of times it's like easy to like slip into that trope and it almost not devalues like the female character, but it's almost just like, Oh, like you're just there to be like the, the love interest. And I'm like, no, she like held her own, you know, like she's, yeah, she definitely um, did. And she's an interesting character. Like she's a defense attorney who's a pacifist. So she doesn't agree with the death penalty. And they both kind of change each other throughout the process. You know, like he he says, I'll help you, but you have to do one thing and you have to go um, talk to the victims, families, families yep. and it changes the way she looks at it, you know, and, but then she was right and he was innocent, you know? So I think there's some interesting stuff there. Did you recognize, so I'm just kind of going through my notes now, but did you recognize, so the Zek, the, the Lord of the.
1: Yes. Siberian weirdo. Yep. Yes.
0: Do you recognize him?
1: I almost asked you in the movie during the movie, what else he's from? Because I know he's his you, voice is so indistinguishable. Did you
0: figure it? Out? I
1: didn't. He's. And,
0: in, he's. Do you want to know? Probably the thing you most recently saw him in. Because I literally was like, "Who is that?" Maybe
1: give me like a small hint.
0: Um, Star Wars. It's not really a oh, small hint. Um, That's a big hint.
1: Oh, he's in a uh, Mandalorian. Yes. What he's, is? Uh, he's the oh.
0: client. Yes, that, in the uh, Mandalorian. that sets the
1: bounty or whatever. Yes, he, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew him from somewhere. I did yes. too. I did the okay. same
0: thing because at first I was like, "Is that Jeffrey Rush?" And that's um, <laughs> what's his face from uh, Pirates? Yeah, Pirates. Yes. And I was like, "No, it's not him." And so then I looked him up on IMDb and I was like, "Oh, it was the Mandalorian." I was like, "Yes, that that makes sense." So like, I wonder sense. if he
1: talks like that in real life because I mean, he literally sounds the exact same in Mandalorian. Oh, I know. I mean, that voice. I mean, obviously, You're I like, know he's is acting. Is he even acting?
0: He's no. He's maybe just, not. Maybe not. On screen and he's Kids talking
1: come to dinner <laughs> like yeah maybe that's just how he summons everyone i'm not really sure
0: you're like i don't know what's happening but yeah so i think there were some really cool set pieces in this this is like typically like how i break down like an action movie but there's like um like we're like there's a scene at a construction site and you're like it's 30 minutes of the movie and you're like yeah it's like a set piece right correct um but i think like the coolest probably set piece was the car chase scene
1: It was awesome.
0: I thought they did a really, really good job with that. Sometimes car chase scenes, you're like, what is happening? Like, where is everybody? Like, I don't even know what's going on. And I felt like they did a really good job. But the slickest thing ever, like it is like the coolest thing when like the the hero of the movie, which Tom Cruise does this like so perfect, where he just slips off into the night like he's so slick, like he lets the car keep rolling. He hops out. He stands in line for the bus. And while all the cops and everything are like chasing this car and then he gets uh, my favorite part of the whole movie was that dude handing him the baseball cap. Yes. Like he was like, again,
1: a Pittsburgh hat, but yeah, you know, whatever, Ugh, Pittsburgh. What have you.
0: Um, but like just this, like I, I wrote solidarity, man, solidarity, like the man with the cap. Well, and like, the great
1: thing about that car chase is that near the end, it was progressing so quickly that you knew he like, he was going to get caught. Yeah. I mean, you have unmarked cars, you have sheriff cars, they're blocking alleyways, you know, they're and he's in a bright red Camaro. Yeah. So as a as someone who's watching, you're like, there's no way yeah. he's going to escape. Yeah. And then he does. Right. But it's cool because but it's, like it's not, not in like, the way you expect. It's not like in a Fast and the Furious where, you know, they parked a car in a garage or, yeah. you know, and then just ran off and it was he just literally just let it go yeah. like in the street yeah just just like you said yeah. he just threw in a neutral or whatever and just walked into a group of people yeah and i'm just really glad that we live in a society where they just accept people being chased yeah. by the cops <laughs> as their own because if that guy came near me i'd be sprinting the opposite direction
0: like, <laughs> whereas dude,
1: everyone there's, those people. there's 40 people in that shop and they just, come on over we'll take you in we'll
0: take you into the fold hey
1: maybe they're just you know good samaritans where
0: i'm not so no they were just like we gotta catch this bus (laughs) like i can't i got places to go yeah i know man like this is there's a whole life of others in this movie that is being lived
1: yeah Um, That, that was an awesome and i actually do remember the trailer for that movie i remember that shot in the trailer oh yeah because it was just so cool. Yeah. So when you just see him like walk out of the car yeah. and when so I think nonchalant. too, like
0: he's such a, like a part of my language, he's such a badass. He is. Like he is like when he fights those five guys outside the bar, like you're like, oh my gosh. And it's like fewest moves possible. Yes. Right? Like that's what I think makes it so like where you're like, oh, he took that guy out in two shots. That was nothing. And it didn't even look like he exerted that much energy. Like, and That's different for Tom Cruise. I feel like Mission Impossible, like Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise is like constantly behind the eight ball, like trying to like in this one, he's like very much in command. Like he's like, yeah, I don't I mean, he's like, it's five against one. Are you sure? And he's like, really, it's going to be like three against one because I'm going to take you out. And then two, you're going to run away. (laughs) And then there's only two you got to deal with. And which,
1: you know, I I was thinking about this as I was watching that scene. Is that and, and I'm I'm not in the bar fight scene so like you know really i'm, I'm, I'm just
0: shocked by I'll that just,
1: so i don't have any experience with this I'll, I'll say that up front but is that still a thing like people hey, just at bars like hey we'll settle this outside <laughs> and then you know fake punch you know as you're walking out and, <laughs> and hype yourself up and do the the um the henry uh Arm, oh, arm, yeah. arm reloads. The arm reloads. Yes, or whatever they call it <laughs> yeah. in uh, for Mission Impossible. I mean, I I know you see that in movies all the time, but I just wonder: is that
0: you're like? Is that I a thing like that actually just happens? Progress. I feel like More they just,
1: naturally and it just ends up being a fight and they're shoving. Well,
0: I feel like they just punch inside the bar. Like I feel yeah. like they just start punching and Or like, it
1: moves outside the bar and you're like, Hey
0: you, blah, Yeah. Blah, blah. yeah. I don't think it's as clean and neat. Yeah, there's as like the a way circle. Portray it.
1: You ready to do this? That's right.
0: And they're all lined up perfectly yes, around him. Like, exactly. I'd be, you got it, Jimmy. Like I'd I'd I just
1: be- <laughs> I just don't maybe that's the real world and I'm just not in it. it just I'd be seems hiding so, behind
0: somebody else. I'd be like, I'm here, but like, I'm going to hide behind you. Yes. So, like, yeah, for sure. I just
1: thought that was funny. Um,
0: but, yeah, like, I think, because I always think, like, how does Tom Cruise, because he's Tom Cruise and he basically plays some variation of himself in these action movies. Like, how is he differentiating these action characters? And I'm like, how is Jack Reacher different from Ethan Hunt? I think he plays it really different. And yeah. And it's not that, like, Ethan Hunt is, like, resourceful. But, like, Jack Reacher is, like, smart. Right. And not that Ethan Hunt isn't. But I'm, like, the way he, like, processes things. And they obviously, like, hint at the fact that he has, like, a photographic memory. Like, he remembers the serial date numbers. on the quarter. Yeah, 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 the serial number of the gun. Like, all this stuff. So, it's, like, clear that he has, like, a very, um like, tactical mind or whatever. So, I think, like, in this one, like, he uses like physicality is like a last resort. Like it's not his like go-to to to me going into this movie. Like that was kind of the stuff that I was looking for. Cause I'm like, okay, I've seen him be Ethan Hunt. Like I've seen him in all these other action roles. Like how is this going to be different? And I actually think he did a pretty good job of like creating a different character. I agree. That like actually felt different. I feel Um, like he was
1: almost more strategic in Jack Reacher. And that's not to say that he isn't in mission impossible. Cause I definitely think he is. Yeah but i think and again and i haven't seen mission impossible in a while i think in mission impossible he's a lot more like reactive i was literally to a lot about of the to stuff say that, that like is he's going reacting, on around him yeah. and he's obviously awesome at it yeah um
0: but this he's like much more proactive like he's yeah, calling the shots for sure um yeah Pun? i think <laughs>
1: nice <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's calling the shots <laughs> um oh, i've been doing this too long austin but yeah so i think like it, like, there's a fight scene in a bathroom, which is hilarious, like, weirdly hilarious because it's yes. so small. And, like, I actually think I've seen that scene on TV because as soon as it started going, I was like, I've seen this before.
1: It's I- almost awkward because for a split second, you wonder if those two dudes are like not on the same team because oh, yeah. they're so unorganized yeah. and just all over the place
0: <laughs> and it's not like a funny movie so it's not supposed yeah. to be like but weirdly it's humorous like you're like these buffoons it's like
1: a dumb and dumber fight scene yeah. but not meant to be
0: where he's like i got this like and then he like hits him yeah. in the head with a bat and you're like oh my gosh like what is this just turned into like you know there's about
1: seven swings before they actually
0: yeah and the whole stupidity of like bringing in a baseball bat to a bathroom that is the size of a closet that you cannot right. like yeah it's force behind it Yeah, for sure. Did you have, I noted, I said, um, oh, construction site. Here it is. This is what Austin was talking about. And I said, much like the gravel mound on the lot behind your house that we used to play on. Yeah,
1: I did not make that (laughs) note, but yes, that, uh, that did exist. We did. did We played a
0: lot. We climbed up that gravel mound so many times in your backyard. Looking back
1: on that. And I mean, I'm a parent now and that really wasn't all gravel. I mean, there were some huge rocks on there.
0: Yeah, it was probably not safe. And I guess,
1: yeah, our parents were like, they'll be they'll fine. They'll be fine. And I guess maybe I would say the same to my kids now. I mean, they're a lot younger than we were at the time. Right. But I just feel like that was a recipe for disaster. Yeah, probably. Is probably all I'm saying. Kind um, of like when you fell down my driveway, <laughs> was which say. was at about a, I don't know. 70 degree angle (laughs) and your teeth were stuck in the pavement for like 40 years uh,
0: yeah you'd think that the racing down the driveway would not be the thing that would get us hurt and the playing on the construction site would have um but yeah i we challenged each other to a race uh down austin's driveway which as he just mentioned was very steep and we made it all the way to the bottom before i tripped over my own feet and just ate it hardcore Right before picture day, actually. So that was great. I forgot about that yeah. part. And I you little, were literally
1: leaving, too. It's not. No. I mean, we the, the day was over. Yeah. Right. I
0: left with a goatee of scabs. Yep. Yeah. On yeah. my face. So, yeah, we had we had some good times. Some good times. We broke a lot of things in the church, too. Yes. Nobody should listen to this podcast. Correct. Going back to the bathroom scene, though, um, it ends with him like bashing both of their skulls together. And I said, oh, two birds, one stone. And Austin goes, "Uh -uh, two birds, one skull. (laughs) It was so,
1: you know, that was almost. um, I would say Jason Bourne-esque because I feel like in the Jason Bourne movies, he uses anything and everything as a weapon. Yes. You know, Matt Damon, that's what's so cool about him. And here Tom Cruise is using other faces to yeah, smash other just faces. Heads, he's
0: like, You don't have a weapon, just smash both. You of do what you together. gotta do, right? Yeah. Um, did you have any notes you want to talk about that you wrote down that we haven't covered?
1: Oh man. Um again, as I look at my notes, they're just stupid things, not anything. No, but that's you great. Know. I
0: love the stupid things. Those okay. are the best things.
1: So a couple things. First off, kind of looking at the beginning here. Our our actual killer. You mean to tell me you're the best sniper? On God's green earth and you take out what was it it was five people one missed shot but that missed shot was intentional to find the bullet yeah so you literally went six for six with your targets and we're wearing sunglasses (laughs) there's no way that you're going to wear sunglasses I don't care how sunny it is there's no way I mean what if you I mean I What if a glass fogs up? What if you're breathing real hard mid shot?
0: We all know that with COVID. I mean, you know, I saw
1: that and I was like, you got to be kidding me.
0: (laughs) You're like, I don't believe
1: this. Whatever. I don't believe this Um, at all. All joking aside, the movie was very well done from a realistic action standpoint. I did just when I saw that, I was like, and again, I'm no shooter, (laughs) but I can't imagine that sunglasses (laughs) would enhance. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I'm the glad shooting. we're uh, clearing up a lot yes. of myths yeah. that are floating just out there about Just in case us there's any law enforcement not, listening. Not a shooter, not, not a bar fighter.
1: Um, and then I'm just going to quote what I wrote here. Um, there's a scene in the movie where, I guess, one of the killers, I don't know, hired hands, yeah. informants, whatever, I don't know, <laughs> the minions. drug pushers, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, he was tasked with. Biting off his oh fingers. it was awful. Or, I mean, dying. I yeah. mean, they didn't really give him that
0: option, verbal but that, option, yeah.
1: but, you know, they kind of wave a it pistol was, in it his was face. Implied. Yeah. Whereas um, the Mandalorian guy, sorry, I don't know his name, the Siberian Zek. Zek. Yeah. Where, I mean, I think, again, not spoiling anything, but he has all but two fingers missing, maybe.
0: Yeah. Because he, he said have he had a to lot bite of fingers him left. off
1: because of frostbite. So the whole scene was hey, I bit my fingers off.
0: Now I want you to bite yours off
1: to survive and you have to bite yours off now to survive. This is my quote. Biting your thumb, question mark. Choose a different finger, you dummy. <laughs> Why is your thumb going to be the first yeah, go for the finger pinky, man. you go for? I feel like that that would have it has to be the hardest finger to chew. If you oh, were to yeah. chew off a finger,
0: it's mostly knuckle.
1: Yeah, that would be the <laughs> hardest one.
0: And I feel like the one you would need the most. Yeah. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. You can do without. You you lose the claw if you get bite off your thumb. And then yeah. I didn't
1: feel bad for him when he died. And I'm like, you're if like, you're, you're going to bite idiot. your thumb off, you're, you're stupid. You're going to go for your thumb so first. So just stop. I
0: don't feel bad for you. That was dumb.
1: But yeah, I, again, nothing really profound. We kind of hit on all the I rest had, of the I stuff. I had to but... look
0: away at, during that scene. I was like, oh, no. Oh, is he biting his finger off? And I'm he like, kind of oh, looked like gosh. a little
1: bit of a... Um, I don't know. He kind of looked like a little bit of a softy. I was like, there's no way he's going to bite his finger off. Oh, Well, yeah. I mean, I couldn't bite my finger off. Let's just get that out of the clear I now. Who can? But Who can? Whatever weirdo, you know.
0: I guess, but he had the added, like, it was frostbitten. That's true. So it's like, it's what does that, that do to your... Yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> Let me dip this in some <laughs> grape sauce just and grape just socks. have a lick. <laughs> Oh.
0: <laughs> They're just popsicles at that point. It's this dessert. Yeah. Oh my but no, gosh. I did
1: think that was funny because again, if That's I was faced point. with that situation. I think situation, I looked away
0: for too long to even notice at first that it was his thumb. Like, dude, what are you thinking? Yep. Um, he looked familiar to me too. And I was like, what, what is that guy from? And I am ashamed to say that I recognized him <laughs> from once upon a time.
1: <laughs> oh, gotcha. the ABC
0: show. I never <laughs> um, watched
1: that. Sorry. Adrian loved it though.
0: Um, It was all right for the first few seasons. And then it just was not great at all. Um, um, and now I feel like I don't want people to know that I watched that show, but nah, whatever, It's probably the it worst things
1: that you could say that you watched it's so. true,
0: okay. so I have some trivia for you, All right, not let's to, do it. not to guess. I'm just we're just gonna discuss it. okay. I cool. think some people get nervous and I'm like quizzing them, and I'm not so car chase scene, obviously big scene in the movie. um when Jack Reacher's car crashes into some barrels, the car accidentally stalls. That was not scripted interesting, so. It stalled upon the impact and Tom Cruise just rolled with it, I'm sure, because he's, you know, the consummate actor. He was able to restart the car before driving off again. And rather than do a retake, Christopher McQuarrie decided to leave it in the film because he felt it actually added suspense to the scene, which I definitely did. Yeah, accurate. But that was a happy accident. So that wasn't supposed to happen. Um, This should come as no shock to you. Tom Cruise did all of his own stunt driving um no shock and this would lay the groundwork there's a huge car chase scene in mission impossible fallout the sixth movie through paris there's a whole thing remember when he rides the motorcycle around the arc de triomphe and then they get in the car and there's a whole car chase scene and he did all of his own driving in that one as well but it would seem that which would have to
1: be exhilarating
0: oh my gosh i just i think like if for nothing else, like Tom Cruise is going to be remembered for just doing everything like 150 like percent. For he's sure. like he he can drive a car like that. Well, I can drive a car like that. He can fly a helicopter. I can fly a helicopter. I'm like, you're insane. Like he's going to die filming one of these movies. Like that's just what's going to happen. We're all going to be like, yeah, no, that probably makes, that makes sense. So Roseman Pike was actually pregnant while she was filming this movie. Which oh, I think, really? Yeah. Wow. So with her like first child. I don't know if you picked up on this. I picked up on it because I wrote down the trivia fact earlier. So I was okay. looking for it. But when he goes to the shooting range and Robert Duvall gives him like the test that he has to like shoot the center, whatever. Robert Duvall's character is seen using empty... um, Cartridges as his earbuds, as his earplugs. Did you pick up? Did you pick up on that? So apparently that was like a thing in the 1950s, and they were like, if he was old, like that's what would have been like normal to him. I can't imagine that that's blocking out that much sound, but whatever. Um, they're like, it just kind of looks goofy.
1: Literally, like putting like Ziploc bags over your (laughs) ears. Like, we'll see what this works.
0: Uh, Like, if anything, I feel like the metal would like make it like well, and just like reverberate. Like, I feel like it would bounce off of it.
1: it. Seems like a lose lose all the way around.
0: So. This is obviously based off of a book. Um, the irony of having a car chase scene in this movie is that in the Jack Reacher novels, Reacher doesn't like to drive. So Ooh. he prefers walking, hitching rides, riding subways and buses, which he does plenty of in this movie. Yep. Um, And as such is often portrayed as like a bad driver because he's not driving very often. So that was kind of something different they did in this. You have to think it was because Tom Cruise is like, we have to have a car chase scene. For sure. Like, I want to drive a I want to drive a Camaro. Um, Definitely. So the when they first introduced Jack Reacher's character in the beginning, they show like a bunch of scars on his body. Apparently, Christopher McQuarrie, those are all tied to specific encounters in the novels, which is kind of cool that they took that much care and precision into honoring the character. This is a big thing. Well, first. okay, so these last two kind of go hand in hand. There's a new Jack Reacher series out. Did you know this? On Amazon Prime. Yes. I mean, it literally just debuted. So I'm really trying to ride the Jack Reacher train of marketing right now. So this podcast blows up. So
1: for sure. It's it's not. um,
0: It's not Tom Cruise.
1: No. And um, I don't know his name, but I he.
0: The guy that plays. He's in he's in the Hunger Games.
1: Yes. And he's also in which I started for like two or three episodes. And I realized that I didn't really like it. No offense to anyone that does but he is in, um, Titans.
0: Oh, HBO. I've not watched HBO
1: max. I'm not really sure. Yeah. The DC superhero television show. Um, so I at least know who that is. Yes, but yes, I, I actually forgot he was in Hunger Games, but now that you said that,
0: yeah, yeah he I'm that's with you. well. When I was looking it up earlier, so he actually fits more of the description in the books of what Jack Reacher. So this was a big thing when the Jack Reacher movie came out, where they're like Tom Cruise because in the books he's described as being six foot five and weighing between two hundred and ten to two hundred and fifty pounds, which feels like a weird weight range. Like forty pounds is a lot, but whatever. Especially um, in that range, right? So. And Tom Cruise is only 5'7". So I think when it first came out, people were like, what? Tom Cruise is Jack Reacher? And then you kind of see him in the character and you're like, he kind of throws himself around like he's 6'5", Like right. you kind of, you don't believe it because obviously he doesn't look that tall. But it definitely makes sense. Like you're like, oh, yeah. Um, but the guy that's playing him in the the show is much more, I think, based on the description of the character. But it is interesting. So in the book, I read, there's a couple trivia notes um, that in the book, Jack Reacher talks about a line from A Few Good Men a lot. And then there's also a reference to Top Gun. And I was like, so he's clearly a Tom Cruise fan,
1: the guy who <laughs> right. wrote it.
0: Um, so I wonder if he was kind of like pumped, but also like, ah, like I don't yeah. know how you would deal with that. Um, but having said that, the description of that actor Is there an actor in Hollywood right now, based on that description, that you think would fit the role better and not the TV show, like whatever? Because there is a particular actor that kind of was going after the role a few years before this and it never happened.
1: The television series? No, no, no. The movie. Oh, the movie. The movie. Um,
0: Before Tom Cruise signed on.
1: I mean, let me just kind of blanketly say I'm going through my mind of like six plus foot men that are in decent shape. And good actors. I'm just going to def- coming
0: up empty. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, yeah. um, no. I.
0: He's been in a lot of movies recently. I'll tell you that. That's my hint. Like a lot of movies recently? that have come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like over the last year, and some have been streaming, some have been theater. I don't know. Well, see that now, I
1: think my answer is not going to be. Accurate. Well, so what's
0: what, what's your answer? I was
1: going to say Chris Evans. Okay. Because I feel like again, I mean, he's freaking Captain America. Yeah. So like, yeah. I'd say he's in that weight range, yeah. and I'd say he's probably above six foot, maybe.
0: Uh, he's probably at six foot, so, I would say, yeah.
1: Um, now, recently...
0: Like, when I say it, you're going to be like, oh.
1: And that's what's... It's Give me another hint. It's going to bug me.
0: Um, He had a different career before acting that he was also famous for. Oh, it's got to
1: be Ed Sheeran, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> totally joking. I literally was like...
0: <laughs> where why would you oh no i'm totally joking (laughs) you played that off so well because my face probably was like and then
1: you're thinking man like five six foot (laughs) red haired ginger pale
0: yeah british
1: accent no um oh man a different career before this well i guess i could have said i mean superman another i mean
0: what do you mean, Henry Cavill?
1: <laughs> yes, but I'm not saying again, I as I'm thinking back to my old answer of Chris Evans, he probably could have fit the bill too, although he's bigger than Chris Evans, I think.
0: Anyways, but I'm sidetracked. Sh- he's shorter than Chris Evans. I don't what? know. I don't know that he's Is he really? Um he might be. I just remember Ben Affleck in Batman versus Superman, like Ben Affleck was like towering over Henry Cavill.
1: Oh my goodness, I didn't notice that. But
0: Ben Affleck's pretty tall. That is he might have been a good Jack Reacher.
1: I don't know. Like, I like Henry Cable a lot. Ben, so.
0: ben Affleck in like Batman shape. He would have been a good Jack Reacher.
1: Okay, back to the subject. Okay, so in a lot of movies in the last year, TV shows or both? No,
0: no TV shows, movies. And I say a lot. I mean, like two or three. Like, it's not like.
1: Okay, so he's got to be well known. He's also voiced a
0: Disney character. Chris Pratt? No.
1: He was an Onward. That's the only reason I thought that.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it's not him. Think, like, further back. Not a Disney character, like, recently.
1: Further back what?
0: Like, a few years. Like that, onward came out like last year. Like he voiced a Disney Did character. Really? Well, twenty or twenty twenty. I mean, yeah, it came out during f- the pandemic because remember they released it on streaming I'm Disney
1: Plus. Yeah, I, f- I, gosh, time flies. Okay, we're wasting a lot of time on the podcast. Old career six, four, six, five, 210, 250.
0: I mean, he's probably bigger than that, so that's not accurate.
1: Oh my heavens! I don't know. I don't know
0: how to judge men's weight
1: i need another hint do you have anything in the queue
0: um he he doesn't really go by his actual name i mean he does i think he's trying to more but he's known by something else which had to do with his former career
1: oh so he's he's the rock
0: dwayne the rock johnson
1: okay see okay 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 well first of all i'm actually surprised you get that i do love the rock um
0: I, I don't think he would have fit in this role. He's too big. See th- okay, so that, yeah.
1: that was my. Yeah. I had thought about him like yeah. for a brief second, but he's almost in the unbelievably sized human category. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's. He looks where, like a wrestler. Yeah. Yes. Where like a triple X shirt feels like, you know, you're wearing a fitted sheet. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah.
0: Well, he is. So he, I think he was just, he's a fan of the character. So he gotcha. went after the role in 2007. And then obviously that didn't turn into anything. Who did he
1: voice at Disney?
0: um in moana he voiced um, oh
1: he's um what's his
0: face that's like a character's name
1: maui maui yes
0: yes okay yeah
1: no yeah no i I do love the rock um and he he is in a lot of stuff now highest paid actor right or at I'm least sure. I, I saw like, like last year the year before he was
0: he's balling man like he's got Red that Notice, Jungle Cruise, yeah.
1: um black adam coming out I know. the dc movie Dude, it looks legit the thing it would have been i think and this will be the last thing I say about that, but I think the the thing that would have been a little bit difficult for the Rock, at least seeing how, in my opinion, how he works and in and, and acts in most of most of the movies he's in now, is he has that really good sarcastic element yeah. to his acting, and I know a lot of it's that is like writing movie. as well. Yeah. Yes, that I think you know I see that in Jungle Cruise, obviously. Yeah. Um, I know he's in some of the Fast and Furious movies, too, and yeah. has some funny banter back yeah. and forth with some of the people. But yeah, Jack Reacher is kind of not that. Not to say he couldn't do it. Like but. he's
0: he's kind of a smart ass. Like a lot of the writing. Yes. It was like he was like, she she said whore. She I she implied yes. hooker. That I meant whole slut. scene, there were yeah. a lot of laughs yeah. in that
1: in that bar <laughs> scene before the fight.
0: And he's so but like Tom Cruise, the way he delivers this it, is so perfect because it's just so straightforward. Like it's just yep. like there's no like hint of irony at all. It's just like now that's what I meant. Like. Take it or leave it, you know? Um, So, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it would have been interesting casting. I think, like, there's a few other people I think that were up for the role, but um, like Hugh Jackman maybe would have been a good. Oh, yeah. I didn't think he would have been good. Um, He can get gritty, obviously, like with Logan and all that stuff. Wolverine, he definitely can. So, um, and he's taller than Tom Cruise. Most men are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is also very true. Although I feel like when I, Obviously, when I watched the movie, he he appeared short. Yeah. And maybe there's something that they can do with the camera. I'm not really sure. But he he doesn't seem so small, at least in no. these movies. No. But I mean, yeah, a lot of that can be.
0: So does it make you want to go watch the second one, even though it was did not get great reviews? I probably will. Yeah.
1: But now I'm thinking in my mind, did I Hardy watch it? because you know <laughs> who I, can I, say I, just I'll, go ask bethany she'll it. know
0: <laughs> she'll it. know if you've watched the second one we can
1: barely remember what we have for breakfast some morning so <laughs> you know remembering <laughs> a hilarious. movie from five six years ago well, we'll see. austin
0: thanks for coming on the podcast man
1: it was a blast it's been thanks a long time coming
0: me. i'm collecting herns this is my second hern i had adria on i
1: oh, thought you did adria and my dad
0: not yet no no no. i went over just to watch movies with them oh, okay gotcha but gotcha but i would love to do one with your parents I just don't know if they'll be. I want to do both. Don't expect Phillip a lot from her mom hey.
1: No offense, no, Love I your Mom. If you're listening,
0: no, but she'll have the great. She has the best one-liners, though. That's what like I'm. I'm all about it.
1: She may fall asleep. Also true. that will chime in. He, he'd be a great guest. I'm loves like, movies.
0: I'm 50% of the way there on the OG Hearn crew. So
1: oh, he'd he'd be down.
0: I know. I just got to talk him into it, Philip. If you're listening, we want you to come on the podcast. He'll do it. All right. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. This has been fun.